What's up, fuckies? This is Reset the Mindset Podcast. Live inside out. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Maddie. And this one's going to fucking suck. Yes. Uh, This has been requested a lot, um, unfortunately. Yeah, very unfortunately. Very. very I was dreading when you brought this one up. Uh, uh, Yeah. um, It was requested so much that we basically abandoned our topic that we had decided on last time Mm -hmm. and kind of jumped into this one we had to take some time off because i got the wuhan flu yeah the old tiny bug yeah (laughs) all right well this one is going to be about uh suicide um not an easy subject nothing to talk about nothing to tackle um and again we're not professionals at all in disclaimer or counseling at all but What does a fucking piece of paper really tell you when you have so many life experiences? Yeah. So. Exactly. Well, before we get into it too far, yeah. uh, we always crack open a bottle of whiskey, and this one is Brothers Bond. Perfect for uh, this episode. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I was going to say, let's have a heavier hand today on it. Oh. I told this man I was going to have one glass, so now it's got to be a heavy hand. Well, that's half a glass. Or so how full I mean, or half empty? At, this is just three fingers, so yeah, she's a happy lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cheers! Yeah, cheers! All right. So starting this off, oh. you know, we always do kind of like a fact back uh, background. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, suicide takes roughly about eight hundred thousand lives. A year. Um, it's the second leading cause of death amongst uh, those that are 10 years old to 34. 10 years old. 10 fucking years old, bro. Fuck. I know, right? Yeah. God. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that number. I was thinking I maybe more like mid, mid-teens. Yeah. Adolescents is a little bit older, but... When I tell 10. you... So I go to uh, Kawadi a lot of the times and do schoolwork, and that's where I yep. work on these podcasts. And I called you. Well, I messaged you yeah. and told you when I was working on it. I was like, I had to pack up and leave. Yeah. Because I started thinking, I was like, Stella's eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two Your more kids you... are breaking the bounds of 10. Yeah, Boston's you know I mean? 11. So he's already there. Finley's 10. Um, And male suicides to female suicides is four to one. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure these stats will change, but these are the most current ones that I could find, right? Yeah. And that was as of 2021. 2021. So, yeah, those are pretty up to date then. Yeah. Uh, 20% higher rates in veterans than civ- civ- uh, I can't fucking talk. civilians. Yeah. Which. What do they say? What was that? They always say 22 veterans a day. Yeah, that's not accurate. It's not accurate no, anymore. It's not. Okay. Accurate. Scratch um, that. But that is a cause, right? 22 yeah. push ups a day, you know. Yeah. That whole thing. And then, unfortunately, alcohol. <laughs> this? <laughs> is a contributing factor, right? And we all know why, right? It lowers inhibitions. You try to numb all that pain and shit you're dealing yeah. with. So, 
we kind of touched base on that last podcast too a little bit yeah um and then moving into you know kind of how we shake these things down why does this shit happen right for me it's always like the one time that i really thought about doing it and had a plan and that's the that's the fucked up part. Once the plan sets in the mind, mm-hmm. it is a downward spiral from there. Like, this is going to be hard. I'm on the verge of fucking breaking down already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. We weren't joking when so said this one's going to fucking suck. Yeah. So for me, it was, you know, my divorce was happening. I was away from home. I was away from my daughter. I was going to go to ranger school again. And then go on another deployment. And after that, I was supposed to go to Germany. And everything was just collapsing in on me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want the weight of this anymore. And I was like, I can just get really, really fucking trashed, jump in the truck, hit the back roads down in Benning, and just yank the wheel into a tree. And just, that's it. Yeah. You know? And then luckily... I had some people that must have just, the universe must have just fucking talked to some people, whispered in their ear because they started calling me and telling me, you know, how much, how important I was and that they could just tell us I was going through some shit and thank God for them. And like brothers bond, right? Absolutely. This whiskey. If it wasn't for brothers, band of brothers, (laughs) yeah, I probably would not be here. Yeah. Well, my brush with that, I've actually had two situations personally. Uh, when I was 14, my dad passed away unexpectedly my first month in my freshman year. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then actually recently, well, it's spring of 2022, and I was down in Florida going through the divorce. Um, you know, the one in Florida, I was, you know, kind of same thing, just getting in the vehicle. I was actually on the way to the VA to try to get an appointment with them. And I just pictured myself in Florida. Everyone knows the highways and the drivers are crazy. I am, I was thinking about just unbuckling my seatbelt, just flooring it through a you know six-way intersection and just whatever happens, happens. Because I was just so, I was over it with, you know, everything happening. Um, when my dad passed when, you know, when I was 14 and stuff, that left a lot of guilt on me. And I was actually on the verge of just taking a handful of, like, my mom's, like, you know, pain pills and stuff like that. And again, you know, reaching out to friends and stuff, but what's, and I've never told you this, but what's common with both of those situations is when I went through that, you were like one of the main people there for me both times. That's so crazy. Yeah. Sure fucking chills. Yeah. Um, but like I said, when I was 14, I remember I lived on top of the hill on Martin street or Cavan street. And right before I was going to go take the pills, I was like, I'm going to go skateboarding one last time. And I went down to the library on the road your mom lives on and i was skating and i remember i think it was claudio he rode up in his convertible lebaron oh god you joe matt jones and someone else i can't remember who it was but i remember skateboarding going to grind a curb and then all of a sudden i just felt like a gang of people just tackle me and i was just like what the hell is you know i thought i was about to get jumped yeah and uh that was that's what stopped me i was right after that i was getting ready to skateboard home and go do it and then this past spring, I reached out to a couple friends and stuff. But I think me and you spent like close to two hours on the phone that day. When I was oh, there. no, I remember because I was. And then constant check-ins. Yeah. 
And uh, it's scary, like, to think back that at one point in my life, I was that low, and I was so close to just ending it. Yeah, and the biggest, the biggest thing for me is, like, how selfish am I? Because yeah. afterwards, once you recover from it, I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, all I could think about was I was going to leave this six-year-old girl at the time yeah. on her own you know, with her mom in whatever scenario that is. Mm -hmm. And that's just, I was like, no fucking way. And for anybody that knows me knows that my main, I don't know, my main point on suicide is it's weak. Yeah. It's fucking, it's an easy way out. I, I what hate did to you say, say it's a coward's way out. Um, temporary problem for a permanent mistake. Yeah. So permanent solution, but I think you finessed it. It's a mistake, yeah, it which is, that's what it is. It's a giant mistake. You know, I hate to say, you know, I was always told it's the coward's way out, but it's a coward's way out until you've been in that position. And then sometimes, like I said, you, you go down this, this dark hole and you feel that this is your only option. You know, you're looking at left and right, every, you know, situation you're in, it just seems like there's no end to it. Yeah. There's no solution. And you're just like, look forward. Here's the solution. I can end it right now. But you said you, you know, thought about losing your or leaving your daughter in the situation. I was yeah. in the same boat. I had four kids, and my youngest at the time was barely a year. I was like, this little girl's not going to remember me in five years, and she's going to hear stories about her dad, like what he used to be like. And that's that was a huge gut check for me. And oh, I know. That's almost harder to sit with than the thought of it, right? Because yeah. the thought of it and the planning it out is like, it's easy. Yeah. And that's what's super scary about it because it's so easy. Because, like you said, man, and this goes back to the first podcast, right? You're in the trench, you're in the hole. It doesn't seem like there's any way out. That negati yeah. negativity bias consumes you. And you just keep getting deeper and deeper in that trench the you, more you think that there's no way out. And the really disgusting thing yeah. is at face value, you act the same. You mm -hmm. look and act the same yeah. fucking way. And that's the hardest thing, right? Yeah. And. I know you're, if you need a minute, just let me know. Uh -huh. But this, this is the hard part for me. It's the, the survivor's guilt that goes along with this is fucking immense, especially when you were an extremely shitty person to somebody. <clears throat> and then you find out later, you know, you deployed with this person. You weren't really great to them. And basically everything that you made fun of them for is why they killed themselves. And that's very fucking difficult to swallow. Yeah, I um, understand. But that's the thing. It's like you, when people are going through these fucking things, you don't know. And that's why revert back to the first podcast. Everybody's got a story. Everybody's going through shit. Yeah. You have no fucking right. You know yeah. what I mean? You have no right to treat people with disrespect. You don't know what the fuck they're going you through. You don't. And I think, I'm not going to phrase it correctly, but Robin Williams said something along the lines of like, you know, you don't know what everyone's going to go through. And Robin Williams is you know, one of the greatest comedians of all time. Always laughing, always making other people laugh. Dude was fighting, you know, demons and no one had the slightest idea until yeah. after it came out. Then everyone started, you know, reaching, you know, talking about it and stuff like that. And it's, mental health is something that, a lot of people, they, everyone cares about their physical health, going to the gym, eating right and stuff. No one seems to really, you know, take that as much yeah. uh, time and consideration into their mental health. And um, 
that's something I think this this day and age people need to start addressing more. Yeah, I think prioritizing. A, lot, a lot of people are, and I think that's wonderful um, because a lot of leading causes to suicide are obviously depression, anxiety, and fuck, yeah. we were talking about it this week. I mean, they're bedfellows, right? When depression walks uh, out the door, anxiety walks right the fuck in. Yeah. That's one how, leaves the bed, the other one jumps in. Yeah. They're fucking, and they're ravaged, right? Yeah. They, they hate fuck the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's rape. It's... They got nothing left, and they're just like, nope, get ready for round fucking two. Yeah, and then we, instead of doing the right things and doing, you know, seeking help with a therapist, and for anybody that's listening is like, I don't need somebody else to tell me what the fuck. Listen, therapy, counseling is not at all about the other person knowing what you're going through. It is all about you just hawking about the shit you're going through. Because 90% of the time, if people just say shit out loud, they'll figure out everything. Well, there's also a stigma about being in therapy. I I encourage it as much as possible. I was raised that therapy wasn't something you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You you need therapy, work harder at something else, get your mind on something. Right. And I tell so many people that, you know, I use the, uh, there's an app on my phone. I basically get to FaceTime my therapist and um, it's a better space or talk space, something like that. Talk space. Talk space. And I tell people, look into that. If you don't want to make that commitment to going into an office, 21st century technology is amazing. You can FaceTime, you know, just talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. But this isn't something you have to write home about and post on Instagram. Tell your friends that you're in therapy. And that's what everyone, they, they don't want that stigma that they are, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, seeking professional help, you know, that because people are going to be afraid that something is wrong with them and mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, we got to walk on eggshells around him because he's in therapy. And even some people like to poke fun at it and shit. But right. that's the thing is like, don't talk about it. Don't, you don't have to tell people that, you know, you're doing it. Do it for yourself. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I've been going to therapy for a while. Absolutely. Now, I had to take Same. a break for a hot minute, but yeah, that was just because me and my therapist weren't mm-hmm. really working out. I wasn't getting much benefit from it, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah, like, move you on. You have to it. find the right person that works with you. It's just like any relationship, right? Absolutely. So, you know, if the the first therapist you go to, like, you don't feel like you're getting shit out of it. Be honest with yourself. Are you actually yeah. doing the fucking work that you're supposed to be doing? One. They give you the homework, fucking do it. Yeah. And then two, maybe they just aren't right for you. And that's fine. Yeah. Dude, just move on that's to why somebody there's else. Thousands out there. And with those apps, it's great because you can literally, it's like fucking Tinder. Swipe left on that fucking therapist. Next. Box of broken toys. Yep. <laughs> and that's where you go to get your toys fixed, boys. Mm-hmm. All right. So, two different apps. <laughs> two di- yeah. Don't confuse them. <laughs> Don't have them pulled up side mm-hmm. to side either. Yeah. Oh, um, God. Another big factor for, you know, this mental health suicide relationship issue is substance abuse, family history, all that upbringing shit. Because you're you're carrying around all of these things. You've subconsciously learned coping mechanisms, and you haven't dealt with them consciously. Yeah. So you just got this huge bag of shit. Well, the devil's on your back with no plans ahead, you know. Uh, we were talking about that yesterday. <laughs> we were we? talking about that yesterday. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Steve for just being an insane lyricist. God damn, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's we all have those demons. Yeah. And I'm down with them now. I'm down with my fucking demons. Yeah. but Fucking get comfortable with them, dude. Fucking face them head on. Yeah, but. A lot of the times, that's why people end up here, because they're trying to run from them instead of just facing them. So, 
Um, I think the next thing I would move towards is how do we stop it from happening? Is there a way, you know, to get through to people or to catch this before it happens? You know what I mean? Mine instantly, I'm thinking of, like I said, there's that stigma of when people admit that they have depression, anxiety, PTSD, survivor's guilt, and all that kind of stuff. They don't want to seek that help because they're afraid of the stigma they're going to get. I would say even more so, they don't even bring it up to their friend group. So like, no, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just, well, not just the stigma of like, hey, I feel like I'm going to kill myself or I'm going through some shit, but you know how I feel about powerful vulnerability. Yeah. It's we're afraid to tell other men that we're having problems with whatever. Yeah, because men are supposed to be masculine. Yeah. You know, head of the house, fucking workforce kind of ordeal, like supporter. Well, and the military is even worse, right? Yeah, they, oh God. I say it all the time. I didn't have fucking emotions until Stella was like three and she could smile at me and there was connection. Even after she was born. Yeah. I had no fucking emotions. Yeah. Now, a Disney movie will take me off the fucking (laughs) rails. You know what I mean? Fucking don't, let's not bring up Bambi, but... Shit, dude. No, I, I get it. Yeah, because you get callous to it because it's the the society's norm. Well, and then depending on what career profession you get into, you know, most people are going to say, you know, a construction worker, a soldier, stuff like that. They're going to be a more of a calloused, hardened person, like where they're not going to be open to talk about their emotions yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah, that's definitely one. It's just not, you know, acknowledging and not bringing it up to your group of friends. Well, I feel like you have you have to get it out, right? Because with all this shit, with being a dude, you just push everything down inside, right? Yeah. And we we have this bottle of bullshit, and it's pressurized. Every time you push something down, it gets you know more and more pressure. Yeah. And then all it takes is someone to just knock that bad layer hair on the, the trigger. Table. Exactly. Yep. That's all and it's going to take. Boom! Shit everywhere. Yep. And then that's when you start going down that downward spiral of thinking that there's no return. Yeah. Unbuckle the seatbelt, floor it. But, again, I've said it before, and I'll consistently say it. Everything that has happened up to you to this point, look back at your life. You've had some insane struggles. Fuck, yeah. And you've fucking lived through them. Yeah. So just about anything, the universe, God, whatever, your chosen deity throws at you, you can manage to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, that's always something to, when you're going through something like this, stop, think about that. Put that feather in your hat and, you know, use that as your, you know, your foundation to build off of. Yeah. I think you find your why. Yeah. I mean, I heard somebody say it not too long ago. Whatever is on your screen on your phone is your why. That's your purpose. So, Mm. like, for me, it's a picture of me in the fucking creep, right? Yeah. She's my why. She's my reason to exist anymore. Yeah. Right? And I told you, what, yesterday when we went snowboarding, it was like, I'm number one. But she is number two because if I'm not the best that I can be, yeah, you gotta I be strong. Be the best yeah, you gotta her. be strong for yourself. Be strong. Yep, yeah. exactly. What about you? How do you think we can get in front of it? I said just <clears throat> aside from you know opening up to other people, like say this person's like extremely introverted and like they can't crack it. You know what I mean? Can't crack open to another person. It's very difficult. Just be upfront and honest with yourself. Just look in the mirror. Yeah, look in the fucking mirror. You know, so we, we have all, you know, we, me and you both, and uh, have our mirrors where we write all our stuff on there. And yeah, all shout out to uh, 
Emily Sexton for the great yeah. idea. Yeah. So, you know, just actually just take a good hard look in the mirror and know that, you know, you want to be honest with yourself and it's okay that you are going through these hard times yeah. that you feel, you know, the way you feel because of X, Y, Z that's happening in your life, whether it's, you know, um, financial marriage, you know, friends passing, anything like that. Like, yeah. Shit, like there's no limit to you know what's causing it for somebody, but just taking a good hard look in the mirror and facing it, um, and just being honest with yourself. Yeah, you can. If you're struggling with finances and that's bringing you down, you can make more money. Absolutely, you can. Like I said, the money you make today can be gone tomorrow. Yeah. But guess what? The next day, you still have a job or a profession or yeah. you know it assets matter. that you can start to build off of. Yeah, and it doesn't matter how much money you make. You're not. You're not, not going to take, take that it with anywhere. you. Fucking yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So, and then if you're like, oh, well, hell, what was the other thing I was going to say? Damn, lost my train of thought. It's like the first time that's ever happened. It's how disheveled I am about this conversation. It's, yeah. Um, big thing is we're, you know, we're social beings, and I'm introverted as fuck, and a lot of people don't. I'm not. Don't really understand. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, but you talk to everybody at work and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm an extroverted introvert. I know when I need to be extroverted. Yeah. I like that. I recharge by getting the fuck away from people. And for years, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I was just struggling with that. But even though I'm introverted, I still have people that I reach out to and bullshit with and talk to. You mainly being one of them. Likewise. Um, and then there's there's a couple others, but you know, I was looking through my chats or my texts I think the other day, and, and like I, I have favorites pinned on my phone of who I talk oh, yeah. to mainly. Yeah, I got my my three top my goons and stuff, my kids up top, and then right after I have you, and I started looking at our chats. I was like, since I moved here from Florida after all that bullshit that went down with me and stuff like that, yeah, I don't think there's been a day we haven't talked and just checked in with one another. Yeah, and if there hasn't been a day, it, it wasn't like it was like we both knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, it, like, yeah. And we're not gay together. All right. We're not. Nah, fuck. <laughs> we shared well, a pretty good moment at the urinal the yesterday. What? <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, the preventing it thing for those that are going through this kind of scenario, once you get to the point, well, you're starting to plan this shit out. Do something. Get your fucking ass up and move. Call somebody. Go for a run. Whatever the fuck it is. Clear your head. Look in the mirror. Yeah. Fucking well, do some shrooms. I swear by that shit. But anyway, you've got to shake it up. You can't just sit there and let it fester. Yeah. Right. And then like dealing with it after the fact is rough too. Like yeah. it's not like. You rip the Band-Aid off and it just goes away. It will continuously come back yeah. and try to get you. Unless you face it. That is yeah, one thing. Yeah, you got to fucking... When you can't I, shove it down anymore. Yeah. You have to burn that fucking thing alive and watch it die. Yeah. Wash away those ashes and just get rid of it. Piss I, on them if you have to. That's fucking loopy. Don't, don't piss on it to put the fire out. Just piss yeah. on it afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be surprised on what a simple phone call can make. God, dude. Like, like yeah, I said, for real. Jeremy, I called you, and I have a few other buddies. Um, my buddy Jake, buddy Matt, and stuff. I, I, you know, I called them. I told them what was going on. Right. I think I, I actually, like, I reached no four people. I reached out to. 
you being one of them, and my buddy uh, Meekins, and uh, when I was in Florida. And when I left Florida to come back to Colorado, I think I told you the story. I was getting into Texas, and I get a phone call from a guy I was stationed with in South Korea back in like 2009. I saw his number and I was like, we talked maybe once a year, mm-hmm. nothing, you know, serious. And I was like, well, I was like, I'm driving. I just, you know, I'm trying to get to where I want to go, I'm trying to get to Amarillo by midnight. And, um, uh, I, I, you know, I let his call go. I was like, hang on a second. Like something just fell off. So I called him yeah. and said, Hey man, what's going on? He was living in Florida. He was moving from the panhandle down to Orlando. He was going through some stuff and he literally told me, he's like, I, he was, I just want to end it. And he goes, but something told me I needed to call you. And so I told him, I was like, all right, bud. I was like, let's talk. Yeah. It turned out to be like a two and a half hour conversation. And I talked, I mean, I was sitting in the parking lot of my hotel in Amarillo, you know, still talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. And he was going through the same stuff. Like, you know, he was going through a really bad relationship thing. He just felt like he was at his rope's end. And we kind of talked about it. And at the end, he said, he goes, I just don't know what my purpose is anymore in life. And that's another thing is like when people start getting into this point in their life is they start thinking that, you know, why am I even here? Like right. I would be better off. And or I told everybody him, would be better. Yeah. Everybody would be way, yeah, better right. off without me. And I told him, I said, Hey man, it's like, do you think you're the only person in the world in your group of friends or future friends that has, is, is feeling this way? And he goes, no. I said, okay, use that as your purpose. Yeah. When you meet somebody, the next time you meet someone that is going through this and they open up to you, connect with them. Let them know, hey, I've been there. And I pulled myself out. And if you can't think of a purpose right now to build off of, that's your purpose. You will help somebody out in the future. And it was crazy because, like I said, I had that conversation with you. And a lot of stuff you were telling me, I just, you know, regurgitated it right back to him. And he was just like, thank you. And he's like, you know, went on. Like the dude ended up like going to Japan for two weeks because oh, he's shit. just like I just need to get out and yeah. it's like, you know, he's he was a realtor can make his own schedule, you know, uh, ex military and stuff. So he had stuff. So I was like, go do it then. I was like, focus on yourself, and um, you know, it was just um, really nice to be able to share that because, like I said, you shared that with me. That was my purpose. I had a uh, you know a purpose at that time to whatever you helped me with. You know, I paid it forward. I gave it to him. Yeah. And now he has that ability to say, you know, I was in the trenches at one time and here I am now. Yeah. I pulled myself out. You can too. So. Isn't that wild though? Like, I feel like two things I want to take away from that. One, this man is struggling. He's going through all this mm-hmm. shit, but he's able to make, take a trip to Japan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that tells you like this shit happens at all levels. Absolutely. One. And then two, isn't it fascinating that... You learn better by teaching, right? So, like, I, yeah, I, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I'm a huge steward of that. That's, yeah, that's like, that's a representation. Yeah. Or like, you know, validating that whole fucking thing is like, because that's how I am. Like, we talked about this yesterday. I read all of these self help, yep. personal growth books. It's 400 fucking pages, but I'm really maybe getting three, three sentences. Use mine for that thing. one nugget to take away. And that's, you know, it's worth it, right? Yeah. Just like reaching out to somebody and they might, you might talk to them for an hour and a half, but they say one fucking thing and you're like, God damn, yeah. there's the chills. Like that's what the fuck I needed. Yeah. And it only took 15 seconds. Yep. So think about it that, that yeah. way too. It's like, all it takes is a phone call. It could be 30 fucking seconds to save a life. 
ironic as it was when I was working on this podcast, I had an old soldier of mine contact me about someone who had messaged him and it kind of sounded like it was going to be a suicide situation. Yeah. So he called me, we talked, we were texting back and forth and he was worried about this soldier and he reconnected with that soldier too. And I'm going to say this fucking now. If you feel like you know somebody that's going to commit suicide and you don't know how to deal with it because dealing with it and trying to reach out to someone to save their life is not easy. There's no no fucking book on how to do this. None of this shit comes with instructions. No. Text me. Call me. I don't know. I don't know fucking everything, but I can tell you where to start. Yeah. And hopefully that'll crack the egg. You know, not only that, but. We're going to be there to listen to you, to talk to you. If you want to meet up, let's meet up. Let's get yeah. together. Like, I know it's, it's a hard thing to, you know, um, for a stranger or for someone to feel empathy and, you know, like someone cares, especially coming from a stranger. But you'd be surprised. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, so I don't know if you got anything else you want to add. I know we're, approaching our time hack here yeah i will say there is actually one video that i watch i share it all the time when any of my friends are just having a downtime, and i'm not saying it doesn't have to be extreme of what we're talking about today but they're just feeling down right there's a i'm pretty sure anybody that's you know that has a pulse and is a veteran or active duty knows of matt best never uh, heard of her yeah yeah <laughs> a sweet gal black rifle coffee arc 15 clothing the uh, movie Range 15. Oh, was it range 15? Yeah. My bad. You know, absolute. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I had a conversation with him on Instagram for like 10 seconds. It was the greatest thing in the world. We're not worthy. Yeah. Yeah. You're actually standing in the wake of, you know, some amazing presence right now because I spoke to him on Instagram. radiating off of you. He gave me three sentences. Best three sentences of my life. Six to midnight, boys. Mm. But he has a video. He has two of them. And there's a part one, part two. The part one hits hard. It's home really hard for me and it's if you go on youtube matt best 11x uh and it's motivation i choose life it's like a three minute video and it talks about veteran suicide and it is just the stuff he tells you or says in that video just really just kind of like whenever i'm down or like said if friends down i just send them that quick video and i mean there's sometimes i'll just sit there and listen to it on repeat Mm. and um i highly recommend that just and if you can just Look it up on YouTube. Yeah. I promise it is um his uh that Memorial Day one that he has, that video. So that's the second day. That's oh, the second bro. portion of this one. I post that like every year because it hits me so fucking hard. Yeah. Every year. The one where he's with his brother or his uh yeah, his comrade yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, that's why I've got this funky tattoo on my leg. Yeah. Everybody I've lost. I know, and that's that's I've thought about getting something like that as a way to push me. But it's just one thing that I've yet to be able it's to. It's very hard to look at. Yeah. And, that's... and you know what's even worse is when you have to add to it. Absolutely. And we don't want to add to it anymore. No. And that's the fucking purpose done. of this fucking podcast. Fucking done. If you're struggling, fucking call somebody. Call us. Reach call anybody. Out. I promise you, You, if you reach out to one of your friends and they turn you away. Or not your fucking friend. Seriously. I, yeah, I, I've seen it witnessed it and stuff like that and i can honestly say every friend that i have here in colorado including you and everyone else is the reason i'm still here 
Because if it wasn't for those phone calls back in the spring of this year, it was going to be over. I'm and glad. I'm glad you're here. I I kind of like being I here too. Need yeah. You. Yeah. Likewise. But you know, it's like I said, you really find out who your friends are, and mm-hmm. if those people aren't going to be there for you, guess what? There's going to be some other ones out there, you know, that you already have, or you're going to reach out to someone you're going to make a lifelong friendship out of too. Yeah. Finding friends is weird, but you're right. Yeah. The true ones will always be there. Yeah. And they'll accept you for however you're feeling and whatever you express to them and everything. So exactly. And, and on that, if you, if you don't have someone to call, right. They now have the nationwide hotline is set up to just be nine, eight, eight. It's not some 10 digit craziness that you have to nine, use. eight, eight, it's just nine, eight, eight. And we'll um, make sure to post all this stuff. Yeah. On our notes. And for... then, um, I don't know how you feel about this, but. The veterans, right? Uh, so the VA has a crisis. God bless line. it. God bless it. They're trying. They are trying. But they're not the best. When I reached out, yeah. They're not the best. I, we all have that. our experiences with the VA. We'll uh, leave it at that. Yep. Okay. But, That's fair. We'll leave but, it. Yeah. Um, I'm not really going to say the number because you guys aren't going to listen to this whole fucking thing to dial in on a phone number. So we will repost it. Yep. Right. Um, but if you have nothing else. I, I will say for... Um, if you do need to seek help, kind of said it earlier, there is an organization called 22 Kill based out of Texas. Mm. Still very active. It's 22 Kill. I think it's .org. If not, just Google it. They will help get uh, local uh, facilities and stuff to you know get you set up with appointments, uh, anything. Or if you just need to talk to somebody, reach out to them. If you Google it, they have a number on there, and you can email them. You can call them and stuff like that, and they'll help you. Um, at the time, but also will um, help find you help in your area. They're a nonprofit based out, I think, of Fort Worth. I have a few buddies that work for them, and has just done amazing things with them. So I like to. I'd be know, interested in that. I'd like to donate. To yeah, them. they do a lot of cool things. They do a lot of group settings and stuff, and, um, and mainly that's down in Texas. You know yeah, what I mean? that's important. The camaraderie, yeah, yeah, building, you know, band of brothers, you know, getting it bigger, strengthening it, getting better people part yeah. of it. So I love that. Yeah, I'd like to donate to that. Yeah. But if you've got nothing else, nothing I'd like else. to take a few seconds of silence to remember those that we've lost. I would name them. I definitely have four names at the forefront yeah. of my mind. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to mention them by name just out of respect for the yeah. families and what they would actually want because we know who they are. They, they were very prideful individuals and they were absolutely fucking wonderful guys. They kept me safe for a long fucking time and I really appreciate them. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll take a second. All right. Thanks for, uh, for joining us on this one, like I said, uh, it was going to fucking suck. Yep. So there it is. The big takeaway is reach out. Someone has gone through what you're going through and they've lived fucking through it. You will find somebody to yep. help you. There's always someone out there that will help you. And right now is not the end. That is one thing. It's yeah. Like, hey. So you can't say temporary problem. Permanent, permanent mistake. mistake. That is one thing. Yep. So there's always someone out there. If not, we are out there for you. All right. I think. Take care, fuckies.
Cheers. I love you. You yes. pieces of shit. Take care of yourself. Have a good one.